Breaking news! Bowser has taken over Nintendo of America on the ground with Captain Toad. I don't know where I am. <laughs> that that was a lot. That was a lot. I like. I thought we were still in Kingdom Hearts territory, but mm. no, don't be ridiculous. All we talk about is Apex Legends now. Oh yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah. It's true. The transition. Battle Royales, right? This is the Battle Royale cast. Uh, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to Pixel Radio. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yes, welcome to Pixel Radio commentary, everyone. Oh, uh, I am Zach. I'm Carlo. I'm Evelyn and Christine, and I'm losing my voice a little bit. Yeah, so it goes. Sorry, everyone. It's been a while. We haven't uh, we haven't done this in a bit, but snow happened. Literally, Seattle was buried in snow. It's the West Coast apparently seems to be buried in snow. Yeah, we yeah got, it snowed um, in SoCal. It snowed in Vegas. That doesn't <laughs> yeah, make any sense. Yeah, my cousin sense. lives in Vegas, and boy, did I see a lot of pictures on Instagram of that. <laughs> right? Weird. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, we got uh we got pretty well destroyed up here. Like, there's still snow, and we do not have the infrastructure to handle it. I would so. like to see, like, Niantic's data on how many people actually went out and played Pokemon Go during, like, the blizzard. Uh, that would be cool. No, it's okay. It's not a blizzard. I'll be honest. It was a winter storm. It's of, a like, Seattle maybe. blizzard. I mean, we got, you know, four to six We just don't have the infrastructure snow. for it. We don't have snow We got piles. more than that than some places, Yeah, too. it's true. Like, but even like, in my neighborhood, which, yeah, there is more than that. <laughs> but we should sort of keep off the subject of Seattle weather. We're sorry, everyone. It's... You know, it's kind of a big deal to us. But but speaking of the Pacific Northwest, yes, moving, Nintendo of America is here. Yeah, Reggie, <laughs> Reggie fills a me, fills aim, fills aim, fills a me, fills a me. Fills a me seems right, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, I thought it was Phil's and me. They always introduce him as just Reggie, like literally yeah, in his introductory at E3. It's just like I'm Reggie. <laughs> yeah, he's stepping down, which is. A, a pretty big deal. He's been there for pretty much most he, of fifteen years. He is okay. He's very much like it's like Phil Spencer. Like it's like yeah. the the corporate public figurehead of Nintendo America, right? Yeah, yep, absolutely, and, and has been for pretty much all of our adult gaming life. Yeah. yeah, he he first stepped out on the stage at uh, 2004 E3, a critical time for Nintendo because they were kind of in a slump prior to that, and made a huge difference ever since then he's been a critical like figurehead and also you know actual executive I mean, running the company <laughs> since that moment but uh. yeah and then they uh nintendo handed the keys to the mushroom kingdom over to bowser doug bowser so he's he's been around for a, a while right? he has like, he had reggie's uh prior post because reggie was vp okay. of sales and marketing uh then became president of nintendo of america and then now and Doug Bowser, uh, yes. In case you're wondering, that is his real name. It's spelled. Um, it's spelled that way too. It's not like B A U B O U, right? No, nope. it's B A W S E R. B O W S E R. Full on. Yep. He uh, mm. he was VP of Sales and Marketing. He took that role based pretty much after Reggie moved to president. So we're gonna we're in like some alternate reality where like Super Mario Brothers in the movie was a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> not as in, not as in the movie is real, but like as in the events of that of that film are in fact a documentary uh where's bob hoskins when you uh, need him yeah. <laughs> but yeah also just saying when we 
we should try linking this. There's a wonderful, uh, you know, photo from Doug Bowser on his first day when he actually started working for Nintendo of America, and it's just beautiful. I'm not going to spoil it. Just just look at his oh, intro. I know what this is. Yeah, yeah I've I know what it. you're talking about. Don't he, spoil it. <laughs> is it really like a spoiler? Like, this is I'll like put a... it in. I'll put it like this. He he plays up his name he in knows. exactly the way you want him to. He fucking knows. Yeah. yeah, you can't not. You work at Nintendo and your name is Doug Bowser. Like right, so there you know that everyone's just like, "Hey, so who's the the president? Doug Bowser." Ha ha ha. No, seriously. Uh is there an accountant like Jim Wario or something? Uh <laughs> like you know, you have to play into it and you have yeah. to just accept it or you're just going to hate your life. N- well, Nintendo, like- if you don't during the next Nintendo Direct, have him come out in a goddamn boss Bowser costume. <laughs> I swear to God, they have to. They like have you have to. to. Yeah. Come on, you're like the head of sales and marketing. You know, you know this is gonna get hits. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> but also you know, just looking at like uh, Reggie's you know history too. It's like he's always been very playful and very friendly with everyone. And, like makes the jokes and like there's so many memes related to Reggie because he will. He will be playful and, like, just, you know, do... He, yeah. He, he uh, very much, like, if you kind of remember the old, like, X, original Xbox, like, those E3 presentations, how, like, hilariously awkward they were with business people, right? Yep. Like, it to the point where it's just like, oh, please get off the stage, please get off the stage, right? And then, like, but when you think of Reggie, he was, he was very personable, right? He was a excellent person to put out front. It was, like... He was kind of for Nintendo the same way that Steve Jobs brought on like the thing for Apple, right? Like a very much of a showman, a very much of like I'm I can put be put in the center of intention, but not even take away from things, enhance the things that I'm trying to uh, show to you. Yeah. It- also, actually, fun fact too, because I keep going back to his first E3. So like, was, I don't know if any of you have watched that, but like, it's really what interesting. It? What? what 2004. Ooh. That's a while. Yeah, years ago. it's been 15. 15 <laughs> years ago. Jesus. Yeah. So what ended up happening for that is like he ended up, uh, so there's the intro for the video and he walked out on stage and then literally just like the five second introduction and then next to the next video. And then similarly, lots of like smaller segments for a while. Um, and he was also being heckled during his first time on E3 oh, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it was, I mean, it was at a time when people didn't really, people just wanted to see games. They didn't want to see talking heads up on E3. That was like the boring part of E3. Yeah, and also a huge marketing uh, shift for Nintendo happened because they were trying to like, you know, play to like how uh, PlayStation and Xbox were like doing these like, ooh, adult games, war, etc. And like, you know, made some references to that with like, you know, they had Twilight Princess was announced then. That was like, still, that's still GameCube era, right? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was mid-GameCube, Mid-game-cube era. Yeah, the Cube DS era. was also announced that year. Okay. Um, oh, and man. he announced it. Yeah. No, it's a really critical year for Nintendo. DS, and like, the so legend. like, yeah. So they like made their like trailers more exciting and like that. And even though Twilight Princess was very different from how they showed in the trailer, it still got the interest going. Yeah. And also, like, he made the reference that you know we're not going to be doing the same strategies as our competitors. We'll ultimately still make games for everyone. We're not going to forget about your grandpa. Yeah. I mean, what what's really interesting about reggie's style of communication is that a lot of if if another person did what he would do a lot of people would be like oh that's just like super cringy you're just trying to emulate it but instead he came across as kind of like 
the dad who there, really did care about there, it. There was a level of earnestness. Yeah, that like he, Reggie he had like had. a sixteen-year-old when that when he did that too. Yeah, like there was a bunch <laughs> yeah. of stuff where it wasn't that you could tell. Like for example, there was a thing that he presented during. Uh, I want to say it was Evo for Smash Brothers, where he challenged the winner of Super mm-hmm. Smash Brothers Melee to a match in the new Smash Brothers, and he was using a bunch of like. We'll do Fox only on Final Destination, and please, no Johns. Like you could, it was clearly something where he didn't follow the scene, but he did, like clearly cared enough about yeah. it. It's like he came across as very much the dad who was like, "Look, you know, I don't necessarily know this, but I, I want to. Like, tell me about it. I want to, I want to care." Like there was, yeah. there was a sense that he cared. There was a yeah. sense that he actually did put the time and effort into Nintendo. I mean, he also had a over two minute long you know video produced just to say hey i'm retiring i love you all i'm still a nintendo fan like most ceos don't or not he's not a ceo sorry presidents don't do that <laughs> or execs I mean, don't do that a lot of a lot of executives don't need to but like i think he reggie understands the impact that he has had with the community and i think it's going to be interesting to see if nintendo at least of America, does keep this going on. Because I don't actually know how much of a good personality Bowser is. I don't know if they're going to have to look outside for new personalities. I don't know what the what the future is. It'll be interesting to see how that, how that plays out. I mean, I remember hearing about Bowser for the first time probably, like, last year. Yeah. Um, so, like, they've been trying to at least build it up, up, and I definitely think they understand the importance of having yeah. that type of feel. About, about a year seems like appropriate for how long it would take to start to replace a person in that position anyways yeah yeah it's definitely one of those things where uh somebody i saw posted a picture of um satori wada reggie and miyamoto all just like doing a nintendo direct together and that was just such a thing of like wow like all those three people kind of are nintendo or were nintendo for a lot of people and yeah, two out of the three are now moving on to other things, or have well. well <laughs> apparently, Reggie's know. just there retiring. Is some, there is something some of them have moved yeah. on to. Satori Wada unfortunately did die, but you know, yeah, you have to remind us of these. I know things. that was very sad. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, you know, very. It, it's it'll be. Everyone always talks about how how strange it'll be when Miyamoto eventually oh, steps God. down or stop, but. We, we 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 take one person leaving at a time. <laughs> one at a time, yeah. T- stick around with us, Miyamoto, as long as you can. We stick need you. Stick <laughs> around with us, all of all of them. Like, yeah, I wish them all good health. Yeah. And, oh yeah. You know, I, good you health, know, happiness. Hopefully, you know, Reggie has a good good retirement. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, he gets to retire yeah. pretty early. Like, yeah. He's not Absolutely. even sixty yet, right? He's he in his fifties. I mean, oh, he yeah. is sixty. Yeah. Well, that's still quite young. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, safe travels, Reggie. Enjoy your retirement. Uh, we will miss you. Yeah. All right. I really didn't have anything to say about that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Sorry okay. about that, Evelyn. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but I think for this... something that Evelyn does have something to say about. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we kind of alluded to earlier. Battle Royales have been. It's the year of the battle royale. <laughs> Hell yeah! We, I fucking we... love Apex Legends. Well, okay. Let me like, let me get this. Like, if you told me at the beginning of this year that. Two of the best games that came out in February were going to be Battle Royale games, and everything else that came out in February was kind of dog shit, right? Yeah. I would have told you, like, ha, what kind of world do you live in? What kind of shitty world do you live in? Or it'd be a thing of, like, ah, no, not more Battle Royale games. 
Ugh, there are too many of them already. It's like, yeah, what are you going to do to take out Fortnite? <laughs> Apparently, uh, all you have to do is be the developers of Titanfall 2. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I just, man, yeah. that game is good. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about previously on the podcast, and I think last time I kind of, like, kind of like shook my head because it was another battle royale game instead of titanfall 3 which i really wanted yeah and uh, the timing of that was so funny because in like the podcast right before they announced the game we were talking about how there were rumors of titanfall 3 coming out yeah, this yeah. year and yep. then they announced they're like we're not making titanfall 3 we're making apex legends and, and it's out right now and it's out right now <laughs> so they pulled a the nintendo so, uh, like uh, that almost never happens i love that kind of launch where they're just like okay so we had this idea here have it like, yeah. there's no build-up, there's no time for speculation, and that's actually, according to the developers, why they did it that way, is they didn't want there to be a bunch of speculation and criticism about the idea of another Battle yeah. Royale game. They and wanted they, the game to speak for itself, which obviously it has they, they in put an a overwhelming way. They put a ton of work in terms of, of quality of life improvements that I think a lot, a lot of me as a player did not even conceive of yeah. as, so as I, I think, play it, right? Like. The big two, of course, being able to revive your teammate under some circumstances. Well, you oh yeah, so like after and not revive like reviving them when they've been down, which yeah. is something you have in PUBG and like Fortnite and stuff, but actually being able to bring them back after they've died, which is such a cool feature because you don't have to like you're, you're not, not necessarily just done ever. forever. Yes. Well, they're combining like, Overwatch elements too. I mean, <laughs> so they're combining a lot of different things, which I think is amazing. So like, quick overview: the battle royale stuff. It it is a three person three three person team, six twenty teams so sixty people on a map. Uh, it's kind of a smallish map. It's battle royale. You know, last team lives. You know, this the same sort of stuff. You're picking up weapons on the ground. The same usual stuff kind of applies. Um, it's made by Respawn, makers of Titanfall Two, which means it has what I personally love is all the Titanfall Two mobility except the wall running. That I think is what brings apex from like this game that was like could have been okay to like oh my god this game is so much better because it makes it the the way that the map is designed the way that all the mechanics are designed are all designed around mobility and it feels fucking nice to move in that game double jumping is good in literally every game it doesn't have double jumps (laughs) it it doesn't like it's got the grapple almost well yeah yeah, one of the characters has a grapple yes i guess i was thinking of the grapple as the double jump but but as in you have these like balloons you can go up and literally fly to other parts of the map like I think using your, your jetpack. That's, it's I like, think, the second best thing that oh. they did. The best is being able to bring your teammate back to life. The second best thing is the ability. So one of the big problems with a lot of Battle Royale games, if you choose, unfortunately, and you get an unfortunate uh, Draw, uh, circle, like, yeah, unfortunate then circle some, or... you can like pick up one gun and then you have to spend the next five minutes running to yeah. get to the like play area of the map. And in Apex, you just go to a balloon and launch yourself to where the circle is. You launch is. yourself like the map. So cool. The map's not even that large, and it feels like like you, you can outrun the circle to a degree, but it definitely feels like you have the agency to do a lot more with yeah. your abilities, with your characters and stuff. And that's, I think, the yeah. other really cool oh, yeah, thing the about it is that, is that you, yeah. it's, you're not just like a dude. You choose a character that has certain yeah, abilities. Are... You have an ultimate. It really is yeah. a marriage of a game like Overwatch, like yeah. you said. Yep. Uh, it's... I, this is, it's like kind of very similar to that Realm Royale stuff that came out a little late last year. Yeah, so that was made by the Paladins people. I don't even remember. This. Yeah, it was like it was basically battle royale with like oh no wait like I do remember this one. yeah yeah but it wasn't that good it was no. kind of terrible it was bad ways. it was really it was very bad, bad and... it was a it had really good ideas and they that game actually did some interesting stuff with responsibility the, 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 the as abilities, well yeah the, the abilities I thought were really cool but 
the game it just didn't feel right. Yeah. The thing that Respawn does, and I think this is what also brings it to that level, is that they made Titanfall 2. I will tell you right now, Titanfall and Titanfall 2 fucking play fantastically. That is a good fucking shooter. It. I am willing to put down right here that Respawn has now entered the level of like creating a first-person shooter on the level of like Bungie. Yeah. This game shoots and plays feels as good shooting as it does with I I do with Destiny 2. So I'm like I am giving them massive props because the shooting feels way better here. It's incredible. Yeah. And it, just the, the so much care and thought was obviously put into the map design, put in in, to into the motion, into put the, into every single yeah, character, but, like every friggin' blade of grass, you can tell yeah. that they just and comparing it to something like PUBG, where the motion is like the shittiest part yeah, of that it game, feels, it just feels clunky, right? Yeah. It feels like you're fighting the controls. Like yes. here, you're not fighting the controls. It doesn't feel like that. And it's to smooth all, and it's beautiful. Yeah, to all the good points that you have, personally, my my the thing that I thought was the greatest is the communication pinging system that they implemented. No, I you're right. That's the best one. That is <laughs> that is arguably the best feature they added to battle royale as a quality of life ping. because yeah, but like you can ping things on the map, so like it'll show up. In your other other players like mm-hmm. you can just like ping an item and be like oh it shows up i can see where it is or you can say like oh there's enemies over there there are like let's go here like there's a ping sim very similar to league of legends Did- which is very yes very, yeah very useful and almost necessary for high level play do you, do you see the ping like on your overworld map or just on a separate Both. map you, you Both. See, you, so you see it'll be on your overworld map and then it will be like in your hud so you can turn around and still see it and then it'll be like blinking like if you're looking in the direction that it is. Okay. It takes away one of the most annoying things about a lot of about a lot of battle royale games, where you're like, "Oh, I found this cool gun. I don't really want it. Do you want it?" And then you have to basically or, stand there until the person or, gets there. Or because if you there's need no... certain ammo, you can like literally click on your gun. You can open tab and like ping your gun or like the the ammo slot or like this uh, equipment slot that's like empty, an attachment slot, and it will ask the other players like, "Hey, do you have this? I'm in need of this." Mm-hmm. Like the amount of communication Whoa. that they yeah, the amount of communication options they put in this game and they from what I'm reading uh from what I read, they deliberately designed it this way. They said like, "Okay, if we take away voice chat, how can we make sure that we communicate everything that we need to communicate that you need to succeed in a game like this?" And uh, one of the best things about that is once, like, if your teammate pings something for you and you go pick it up, it auto prompts you to say thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's a there's a thing. So like, and not That's even so that. So nice. so if it's you, great, and things that will happen even if you drop something that they drop like five minutes ago. Like yeah. I draw, I pick things up all the time with my teammates, and they'll say like, oh say thanks because they happen to have dropped it and it's like oh yeah cool yeah it's it's terrific it is uh, such a thoughtfully the, designed the game dro- like the dropping is now like simultaneous you can drop as a team with only one person controls the drop if you so yeah choose. so you don't have to do the thing where it's like one two three everyone drop oh no i was itching my nose now i'm 100 miles away from my teammates oh, it's, it's so just good. a fantastic <laughs> amount of quality of life stuff that have improved it and like they are both lessons that neither fortnite nor pubg had learned from yet yeah and yeah. obviously Black Ops, like, the way that Black Ops was, like, built, like, I thought that, like, had a decent battle royale, but, like, man, that that's a fucking shitty-ass battle royale game. I know. It's amazing how much it, it knocked, like, these kinds of things that none of us could even imagine. Like, it would never have occurred to me in a million years, like, maybe the ping system, because that exists in other games, but, like, what they did with being able to revive players and... um and make it and make it seem like legitimate, like it, 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 it like you actually have to fight because like every time you revive a player, so the way it works is it, that it creates such yeah. a great narrative in the game because you have to go physically to where your teammate died and pick up their tag, yeah, and then you have to take that to a revive point. 
And then there are like yeah. a limited number of revive points on the map, and these revive points are also one-time use. Yep. So if you hit one, it, it it will revive your teammates. So you can revive two at the same time, but like you can only like you can revive them there, but then nobody else can use that particular spot. It like goes gray. Yeah, I was Ooh. watching someone play the other day, and they uh, one of their teammates died, and they wanted to bring him back, and the only available. It was like in the end game, yeah. and the only available respawn point was outside of the circle. So it was this really intense thing where the guy was like, like power healing up so that he could run out of the circle to go yeah. revive his teammate before the 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 red killed him. It was it yeah. creates these thrilling wow. narratives where it's yeah, like freaking saving is, pri Private Ryan or and something. And when you and when you it's respawn, awesome. you respawn with no weapon, so you're kind of like. It, it, it's not like a big bonus but like it is a bonus of having another body and yep. having another person there um, yeah. and it, it feels like you actually have to work for it because trust me every time I've respawned anyone and I, I've been guilty of this too it's like it will attract hundreds of people like like not hundreds but like all the people in the game like I will follow and watch those supply drops because you have somebody that's defenseless like that's like easy easy picking so yeah. it ends up being it ends up being a play on like okay how much do I have to deal with, uh, like, you know, people around me? How far are we from the circle? Things like that. It's a good risk-reward yeah. thing that you have to calculate. It, it balances out in a in a very interesting way. Um, that does not make it seem like it's like, oh, people are just respawning. I mean, they are. Yeah. yeah. They are just respawning, but it's like, it feels like they've earned it. They, yes. They've, they're really taking a lot of uh, mechanics from other genres, really, yeah. is what I'm hearing. And, and that's yeah. why it's successful. And then the stuff they took from Overwatch, like with the abilities and the alts. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, obviously, you could argue like they took that from Dota, right? Like in League of Legends, but yeah. But like the way that those abilities work, <laughs> they're all unique. Like you can only you can't pick the same character on the same team, so you have to kind of split it up, right? And all of the characters are really well balanced too. They're well balanced. They nothing feels very overpowered. Very much a lot of the things have to do with mobility or tracking, like. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bloodhound, one of the characters, I think, is a fantastic character. Even though I don't play him, is the his ability to kind of like as he'll, he'll go along, he'll think he'll start to see things like those blood spots, right? Like, and this is something that I felt has been promised in Battle Royale games for a long time, especially by that like crazy thousand player Battle Royale and like oh other stuff where people say like, oh, you'll be able to track like you know open doors and like footprints and like blood steps, right? And like yeah. you'll be able to see it on the ground. That's not really easy to see, and like none no. of the games pulled it off. They pulled it off very well by making it a special ability for a certain class, and it will actually for a limited amount of time under specific circumstances. Well, like, for, yeah. like you'll be able to see the whole thing, but like as you get closer, like the ones yeah. close to you in radius, it'll actually say like, "Oh, person was here four seconds ago, thirty seconds ago," and it'll, it'll it'll top off at a certain time limit, right? Like you won't see stuff if they've been there like five minutes ago or something, right? Yeah, but, that's so nice. But like you can <laughs> track people, um, like another really cool thing that's in this game, and I maybe they. I don't think they took this for anywhere, but you can get a certain type of item on the map that helps you power up your ult faster, which I think is really oh, cool. Oh, the ultimate accelerant. Yeah. yeah, that's a very useful thing. And then, like, they have different mods for guns, like, that give them different firing types, right? So, yeah. like, you can, your guns either become more powerful or your shotgun gets, like, a choke, right? So, yeah. it, more of the bullets are focused. Like, there are, there are just enough ways to upgrade your weapons and just, like ways to call down like one of your teammates abilities can be to call down a medical supply crate mm -hmm. right to, to help help you guys out there there are so many ways that the the way the world works and you can just find items out also in between these like major cities which yeah is another huge difference but yeah from it's most not battle royale there's games. always stuff like a lot of battle royale games if you like are 
land in a place and then you have to get to the circle and you're just running through nothing and you know you can't get anything and here mm-hmm. you you're always next to stuff there, there happen, and they're also always, like there's always these like crates and loot crates like kind of strewn yeah. about the environment which are it's pretty cool and they have another really cool feature uh, that they introduced that I think is really creative and makes a great narrative in the game is that you can see on the map blue zones which is areas that have special better loot Oh, at the um, very beginning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. like when you're going into drop. So you can sort of, like, you... <gasps> oh. <laughs> if you want to have, like, a more intensive, uh, an intensive it, game, then you can go to that area because people are going to go there and then I mean, you fight yeah, for this good stuff. Loot. Yeah, it's like it's a, a high risk, high reward. Yeah. Stuff. And, oh, and... May the odds be I'm just, like, I'm just It's just so good. <laughs> well, I'm just going on about all these quality of life things yeah. that you find out. It's like, you also find out, like, when I first played the game, as soon as I drop somewhere, right, it immediately tells you if it's like high high tier loot, mid tier loot, or low tier loot, yep. it tells you like where you the area you are, what level of loot there is, like kind of like what you can expect from the area. It's just like it's so good. It it it's taken the battle royale genre and like I, I love the fact that it's first person. Like that's one thing that I didn't really like about Fortnite. It's like the third person aspect because it becomes very much like you, like you can't necessarily see. Like you, you won't be able to like you'll be able to like see around corners, but when it's in first person, you're kind of locked into that sort of view, and you don't have that peeking advantage. It's yes. all, it's yeah. it's a, it makes the game a lot more serious. Yeah, it's it it makes the games way more serious, and it's I don't know, it just has this like extra feeling of it that makes it so much better. It just plays better than Fortnite. It plays better than PUBG. It plays better than like a lot of AAA games that have come out lately. It plays a lot better than most shooters. Yeah. It's yeah. it's amazing to me. Like, the, those things, the quality of life improvements and the, you know, just the tightness of the shooting have really... It, it's funny how, like, each Battle Royale game has sort of developed its own fan base, pretty much. Like, PUBG obviously yeah. has a very dedicated play group still. Uh, I, think Blackout Pub- has, I think actually PUBG Mobile has more of a play yeah, group than um, that. Blackout does, obviously, Call of Duty Blackout. Fortnite very obviously does. And it's really interesting to see that Apex Legends has kind of taken players from all of them. It it, it very much has. Like, I mean, I, I would even almost argue that Blackout doesn't even have much of an audience left at this point, yeah. considering the, the ways that Call of Duty has kind of, like, sort of fucked themselves. It'll. I, I, I suspect that it'll come back just because so many people have it already and they'll probably put together uh, yeah. enough yeah. of... The, like, the, the big, they have enough development staff yeah. that it'll come back. The big issue for me there is like, if unless they can finally fix their server issues, which they still haven't, then I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what's going to go on there. Yeah. Um, but like, I think the big the big scoop here is the, the sort of Fortnite Twitch exodus, right? Like when you watch the amount of viewers on Twitch that are oh, viewing yeah. stuff. Like Fortnite has been king for about a year, about eight months. Yep. Um, and now it hasn't been longer. No, <laughs> like it, it feels really like hasn't. it's been forever. But well, I'm it, it was like it was when like, Pax had like the mini golf. Like yeah, like that was in August. Oh God, that was September, <laughs> August September. Remember? So like. It, Fortnite didn't really become big until like kind of ish, like the beginning of this last year, so about a year ish. Yeah. You know? Um, and now Apex Legends has kept the top since. Yeah, it came out. you know when the game first came out, there was a lot of speculation about how like oh how obviously it's a new was exciting going into it. Uh, it's a new exciting game, so it's going to be like every time something new comes out, it always is briefly at the top on or Twitch. How much? How much money did EA give to Twitch streamers <laughs> to stream this as a sponsored stream? Yeah, or like, so. Uh, Thank you. Internet. 
so yeah there was a lot of speculation about like oh it'll be back to Fortnite in a couple of days no <laughs> no i mean i mean you have videos of like the major streamers that are like oh no i'm playing this now because like i like this way better than Fortnite. like uh, okay so what are your opinions then on like the three person party uh, since that seems mm, to be like my biggest issue with it, it. okay so <laughs> i hate it i think it sucks but i think from a balancing perspective it makes 100 percent sense yeah like I, I i'm excited i hear they're gonna bring like one to two person squads later i don't i didn't hear anything about four but like i think having four people is just a little bit too chaotic given given the map size not only the map size but then also like and the, they built the, the player the, it's exactly the abilities like it balances really well with three with four it you just would be too, too much it's like you have too much too many options at yeah. your disposal at that point hmm. um and yeah like i don't like the three but that said like it feels it feels very much very very balanced the way it is right now nothing feels like oh that combination of four feels unfair or a combination of three feels unfair it feels yeah. like right now you can pick almost majority of the characters and kind of come out of it feeling good yeah it's very obvious that three is the number that um that that they were happy with that they were happy with yeah, yeah. so like if you were only one player or only like there would be some uh characters that would be clearly the most Broken. advantageous if you were doing it with only one player um or two so i mean just, it, i mean yeah. i i can i can also see it evolving in a very much different way where the different where different uh characters will will like slowly subvert the meta of other characters as people figure things out yeah yeah um but, but yeah like yeah. it's just tricky for me because most of the time when i play online games like that i play with four people like four people total yeah. so this is really awkward because that's why i haven't played it yet honestly like honestly <laughs> yeah like it, it, it's really of a pain for me too because i play with, like a lot of times we have like four or two people yeah of people playing but you know like splitting up into two squads has not been too bad for me it's like like I mean, having the having a random person forced is a little bit of an issue, but yeah, uh, it's not that bad. Yeah, like, and the ping thing really solves the, the, the like ping, all the, the problems the that exist. Really with. helps very much in that. Yeah, yeah I do kind game. of like how it doesn't make you have to speak over mic like you kind of have to do for Overwatch, <laughs> especially since as a woman, when you do that, sometimes yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. and that actually reminds me of another thing that's uh -huh. so awesome about Apex Legends <laughs> okay. is uh, the diversity of the characters. Yeah, um, I did see that. They clearly learned that lesson from Overwatch pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. Overwatch did a good yeah. job with that, and then yeah, they copied. I mean, yeah, so there's like if <laughs> I trying to remember, there's like there's two females, two uh, characters of color at least, like Ma Mandalore and uh, yeah, and uh, what's her name? Let me double check. I'm gonna Bang look at Bangalore this. and uh, I don't Mandalore. Mandalore. <laughs> Man Man Mandalorian. That that's yeah. Star Wars. It's Star Wars. That's Star Wars. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> um. Bloodhound is like some sort of like weird like a lot of the people which doctor is almost like yeah sort of feel. you can't you can't really tell and then there's also know. a robot oh there's a rope chappy yeah I mean okay the actual robot well, it's not the, actually chappy no no okay but. yes yes the robot's <laughs> name is uh Pathfinder if I remember correctly um which yeah it's funny because they're like oh it's, you know it's a fucking grapple from Titanfall yep it's what you want it's what you wanted you I know all you people wanted that yep yep Interesting, and, yeah. And his ult is actually kind of cool. It, like, creates a zip line between two areas, which is, like, fantastic for, like, mobility and planning. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It looks like they designed multiple of the characters to be kind of, like, also more ambiguous for and their it's, ethnicity. And it's, it's supposed to be in the Titanfall lore. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yes. 
<laughs> That's like so you got the time travel bullshit. Like they're pilots potentially. Oh man, like it's very exciting. Anyway, so what else have we been playing lately? <laughs> well, so the other big battle royale game yeah, that a... came out. Uh, we're not even <laughs> off battle the battle royale. royale train yet. We are not at all because uh, <laughs> the other big battle royale game. Uh, should have been a joke, but is totally not. Tetris 99. Uh, it's yeah. Tetris Battle Royale. And it's pretty fucking good. It's, it's like, pretty good. I guess it's Battle Royale, but that's not what I usually think of. I, I mean, 99 people enter a room, you play Tetris. No, it's and 100 can, total, I thought. It's yeah. one versus... No, yeah. it's, it's, it's one versus 98. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, I thought it was 90... Okay, never mind. Um, So it's only 99 people. There is... So it, it's interesting, right? Because you can play... This game like a Tetris game, like yeah, like we played, we all play Tetris. We know how to play Tetris well-ish to a degree. Sure, we might not be able to execute, but we know how. Yes, and generally how that sort of is done. The rule set. Uh, you can do that in this game, and you can kind of get to top five. Yeah, four. Um, but this game is very much. I I think it pulls a lot of the battle royale stuff in an interesting way. Yeah, it's I've found that it's so strategic with how you have it's, to play. Like there you, are points yeah. where you know, oh yeah, you have to decide. Oh, do I clear this line to play defense right now? Yeah. Or do I need to? Or do I want it to build up a little bit and then just go full on the offensive because I have a ton of uh, and it's long I, the rectangular blocks stored up. It, yeah. It's very hard for someone like me who, when I get into Tetris, like I focus on the next block i yep. focus on my lines i don't even i kind of like look at the blocks that are coming up but like i have in my head this like visualization of where i'm gonna fast drop and like craziness and it's just like you can't do that here because nope. like so like if if you look at the screen like your middle you, the middle is your tetris board right where you're you're dropping blocks but everywhere else are the other 99 98 people that are playing in it's these small little busy. things uh, you can target them directly. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have like this like incentive to like knock people out, right? To a degree. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, I need to, you know, pay attention to everything else going on here. But like when I play Tetris, I just like play fucking Tetris. Yeah. Like I've been watching, Um, I have a friend who's been playing it a lot and he usually ends up building up like multiple like lines worth of, you know, like eight lines. Yeah. So it's like he could do like two like full like a double like, Tetris. Exactly. In a row. And like, it's insane though. He usually doesn't directly target people. Um, It is also interesting. You can, do you can tap people on the touch screen and do it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why it's better to play on the touch screen. Yeah. It's like, I've only seen it on like, a, oh, no, like yeah, TV. Yeah. If you yeah. tap it, it's like, it's like, boom. It's like, that's so nice. Oh, dude, it's so Since, good. Yeah. It's, it'd be hard otherwise. It, it is because they don't. Okay. Well, the, but the only other issue with that though is the selection size, because if you have 98 other that you're seeing, like they all stay there the whole time. Yeah. They that, just like X that out. Is, that is the problem. I really yeah. wish they would do something where like as people were eliminated or as you continued on, like they would shrink those and then like pop up the, the other ones that so you can well, have a better idea of what's going on. But they probably are keeping it like that because they want to be able to give you context of who is still there. I mean, and I also guess then you it kind of gives like, you a better but, but, idea at a glance of like, but if you have oh. an idea, like you see these, you know, you, you have a limited number of these bigger boxes, right? Mm. Like you, I would like to be able to see what other people are doing, especially when it's like one V one. Like, you know, there's one yeah, other person. That it's like, come on. Like, let me see. 
Let me let me like let's do this real Tetris style Tetris you, versus. You know, I think it'd be interesting if they gave that as like a settings option. Oh yeah, because I think oh, that yeah. there's some people who might want to. Prefer oh no, it I, over, I, I, so. I I think as an option it should be available. I just think that the option should be there. Yeah, yeah, for what sure. I've been, what I've been really enjoying about it, I mean, for one, it's really entertaining to watch. Like it's a very I I, te- I don't usually like oh I don't want to watch Tetris, but I found myself watching this and with like a podcast on in the background because it's this perfect like mindless thing or i'll just play it with a podcast in the background and that's really fun too i've played it a couple of times where i've just been like at a friend's and i'm sort of almost like the support role like i'm somebody who's just there like okay watch out you need to clear some rows you've got a whole bunch coming in like one person is just playing tetris and the other person is like all right you need to target this person target line like hit this button is this, this like your your partner driver your in a rally car it, honestly it feels like you're driving a rally car where you're just like paying attention to all the other stuff but the game that, and one person the, is only paying attention to the game the and new, it was a ton the, of fun actually the new tagline tetris 99 like driving driving a rally car i mean that's that's not i don't think that's how you're supposed to play it like you can obviously play it by yourself and it's fine but it was i was having a ton of fun just like being the person who's no, yeah. helping and i, I was yeah. not expecting that it would have that kind of thing where it's like oh you can totally that make sort this, of interplay yeah you can make this a couch multiplayer game because it's just enough stuff that it's hard for one person to pay attention to i mean deliberately yeah. it's hard person it's hard for one person to pay attention to but if you bring in that other person, you end up... It's almost like a keep talking and nobody explodes kind of thing that starts oh, happening. Yeah. It's like, I just want to heckle my friends when they're playing. <laughs> so, like, you're going to be much nicer. Well. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Oh, you fucked up. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's You did that wrong. You did that wrong. Oh, why didn't you uh, put the... the I, will, yeah. I will say the, this game does have one thing I don't like. And I know, I know it's a thing. I know this is like very controversial. Oh, I hate T spins. I, I really don't know do. what they are. So okay, it's so fine. <laughs> so so you know you know the T piece right in Tetris. Yeah. So like you can spin it around right, which means it like so that it like rotates ninety degrees. Yep. So the way that this works is that it way when it rotates ninety degrees, it rotates around that center block. Yeah, right? you can do a sneak into so an you, under. You can as like an overhang. You can sneak like a piece underneath a huh. piece so you can t you can spin the t it, there's like no collision around it so it's not it's not like you're actually rotating it it just like becomes that that next piece so you can actually fit like a, t- a side of the t into spots that you normally wouldn't i mean you even do that for the huh. l shapes but you see it much more with oh the yeah the l, sh- the l shapes you can do it it's like it's like a little bit harder because like sometimes you have to fit two in and it's kind of crazy yeah but no, it's yeah. I've never been good enough to successfully do a teaspoon. So I know, which is like, oh, hmm. yeah. I, I didn't even it know feels it was wrong. So, you know, <laughs> it feels so wrong. It's it's okay. I mean, it's, it is kind of weird because it's like defying like the you see a physical thing and usually you know it's like you it's somewhat three D looking for how they put the the squares and then it's like it just turns and it's like it that turns makes into no it. sense yeah it just like broke it's like you broke the tetris yeah it's like it's it's i think it's a good technique that they have available it makes sense that it'd be an advanced yeah technique. It, it's like it's kind of like the, the reloading call of duty or some crazy thing yeah like that. it's like it's more well I, i'm sure people who are actually very good at tetris do it a lot but it's like i usually can't grasp my head around that so yeah yeah all right. Well, I think we have one more big news item to catch up on. Uh, that is news culture. We do video games. I think. Like, what do we have to talk about? I, is I it th- Pokemon so this, Go? 
<laughs> Ooh, always fun. Yesterday's no, so event it, was super good. Much oh, better. Oh, 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 wait, 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 I, I, I got to guess. I got to guess. Yeah, go ahead, Carlo. Yes, um, we lo- no, no. Hold on, Christine. What's your guess? What? No, don't make oh, me no, guess. Yeah, no, no, yeah, we gotta guess. We gotta, like, I want to hear what these guesses are. This is great. Pokemon, Pokemon Go. I guess already. All right, so there's Carlo's <laughs> guess. Christine. Uh, Bowser. Guess. Bowser. Sure. Carlo. Right, um, the big announcement is that. In the new expansion for Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, the Alliance raid. Oh, is you fact shut up! <laughs> no, no, no. The Alliance raid for that. Game oh, stop is it! Themed <laughs> near Autonoma, so there is near in my Final Fantasy XIV coming in this next expansion coming May. Listen, the Holy important shit. brain is going to explode. I am so excited. Listen, Carlo. Uh, oh, Carlo, I'm so excited. Carlo, the to... important thing is that you tried. Uh, no, the, it's it's more of a rumor than a news item, but there is a significant amount of... Oh, this of, is the thing I can't talk about. This is a significant Pretend amount of... Pretend I'm not here. <laughs> significant amount of reporting coming out that uh, oh, yeah, Xbox Game Pass is coming to the Switch. Now, this is just a rumor. It is, it is absolutely batshit insane, and I think it makes the most sense in the fucking world. It is the yeah. kind of thing where everyone is... like I've We've read a number of reports talking about this from European, like, reputable European news sources. Um, yeah, it is just a rumor. We Nobody is really sure of it, but people are... It, it's not impossible, which is fucking bananas. It, it fits the direction Nintendo's been going. We're and opening it, it up. It there. also fits the direction and Xbox has it been fits, going. It fits yeah. the direction of, my, of Microsoft trying to push a much more service-based catalog. And, like, making their devices seem more just like devices and more of, like, the focus being around the service yep. and your, that service being available on multiple devices. Also, very convenient that the, the uh, so Nintendo of America and Microsoft's head office are right next to each other. Yeah. Like, that, literally. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, and, I mean, it's really interesting. It's, it's an interesting thought. I mean, certainly a lot of people have been speculating about it also, stuff like this because... Also, Xbox renamed to themselves the Xbox Game Studios, which true. is another thing. Yeah, there's yeah. been speculation There's a about, lot of like weird bit, tidbits and pieces that make this seem like... Yeah, there seems some, to be some legitimacy around it. Change yeah. of language to change how your opinion is viewed. Something. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff involving... You know, people have been speculating about greater Microsoft and Nintendo collaboration for it seems like especially after like the, the last, Sony not wanting yeah, to do crossplay debacle. Yeah, last I don't know, 6 months or something like that. Basically since that there's yeah. been a whole bunch of speculation about that. The most I ever saw that was like, "Oh, Master Chief in Smash. That would be fun." Like that's is the most I'd ever heard. But there was some stuff where it was like Nintendo and and like Microsoft already could play together on some was it Rocket League or uh, something? Fortnite where was they could Fortnite? do crossplay. Yeah, okay. uh, and but there was other like the yeah, in terms of like, "Oh, showing Nintendo showing up in Microsoft games or Microsoft showing up in Nintendo games." The furthest I'd heard of it was, oh yeah, you know, what if Master Chief or Banjo was on was in Smash? That'd be cool, That's, right? It's gonna be the last Smash but announcement. Now it's, it's gonna like, be ridiculous. Oh, what if it's like, now people are like, oh, what if you could actually just like stream all those games to your Switch? And yeah, that's a weird thought. Like I'm, we grew up in the era of the console war, where that's you know the the biggest thing is, oh, whose console is going to win? Whose console has everything? Except, except nobody ever won that. Also, yeah, no, Nintendo Because you, you never will. <laughs> Nintendo is always more of a secondary thing. I feel like it's usually more PlayStation. It was, it, was, it was very much more of like everyone had their Game Boy, but they also wanted to know whether you played on Xbox or PS4. Exactly. Yeah. So I, 
also an even better reason to do stuff with Nintendo where they were kind of a, a secondary choice rather than the main replacement. No, yeah, it, it, it presents a very interesting opportunity, um, especially for the Xbox catalog. Um, the one thing that makes me it makes me wonder how, how well that will be is like, will this okay, so if they do do some game pass stuff like how much does play anywhere factor, right? Like obviously some games can't run on on the switch yet yeah um, although the... what people were saying was that what they would and again this was just the rumor uh but what they were saying is that it would be on one of like azure's cloud oh things, so so we're talking about like project stream level of like yep. crazy you would yeah be just, yeah you'd okay be playing yeah. a copy of it on yeah, a cloud was... hosted thing and all your switch would be doing is transmitting the controls i was about to to give that up as an option saying that that is a potential right like the weird sort of like online streaming thing um evelyn she's sitting here going like uh, <laughs> yeah evelyn, i know evelyn i'm not going to say anything i want my job to still be my job in the future yeah well yeah. What, yeah, what you, you, like what you don't realize is that like if you have if you happen to have like paranormal powers you would be able to see like the shadowy visage of a Microsoft executive looming above her. <laughs> Bill um, Gates just like slowly creeping no, in. No, Phil Spencer. <laughs> yeah, Phil yeah. Spencer is different. Like, He's standing behind me with a machete. <laughs> or, uh, oh, crap, I don't remember what his name was. The previous head of like Microsoft. B- uh, Balmer. Balmer. Like Balmer just whispering in your ear, developers. <laughs> he was, he's never whispered a single time in his life. No, that's he's true. standing behind me going, developers, developers, developers. <laughs> You're welcome for taking the mic away from my face before I did that. Yeah, but I still have to hear it. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's an interesting sort of look into what could be changed. I mean, it's, it's the kind of thing where I always was like, oh, yeah, Game Pass could be just like this revolutionary thing, but it's only going to really affect, you know, Xbox and PC. Which, if, which is, PC's not a, PC's a small not, margin. And that's but, not nothing. Like, but don't it, get me but wrong. It was, but it was not, it, it, it kind of felt like Microsoft was hurting themselves more than it did benefit. Because it's like, okay, you know, you're giving me zero reason to buy an Xbox and all the reason to invest in a PC. Yeah, which, I mean, granted, it... Which, granted, would get them a copy of Windows, which, so I guess it all works out in the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but this is, like, again, even if this rumor turns out to be complete bullshit, it is really a fascinating look into how Game Pass could be, like, really revolutionary. It, it, also, it, it wouldn't it could be, be interesting yeah. if they put the rumor out to see how people's opinions of it were before they actually Ooh, went conspiracy through Weather ballooning. Hey, let me... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to do that. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, no, it, 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 yeah, it could, it could be that, it could be a various number of things, but I think it'll be interesting to see where they go with it, especially now that it sounds like Sony's doubling down on backwards combat. Yeah, and or, Sony is very much should. also doubling down on we don't really want to collaborate with yeah. Nintendo or but Microsoft. They're, they're, yeah, they're very much going like, okay, we're just going to show we're the better console because we have a better library of games, and we're going to bring the PS2 back, which means everyone <laughs> will love us. Yeah, which is, I mean, granted, fair for them, but yeah, that, I mean... Like, I swear to God, if the next PS5 comes with, a with like, you can put in PS2 discs and run them out of the box, that is gonna fucking break, break game console sales. Is it? I don't it know. Will, yeah. I mean... Because, like, when you think about it... Xbox has had back compat for years. But when you think about how big the PlayStation 2 was oh. in comparison to any other console, period... That's yeah. a good point. I mean, you're you're not you're definitely not wrong. It's what's going to be interesting as well is how many consoles in whatever the next generation is 
don't have a disc slot. Oh, yeah, that will be very interesting. I know. What will happen when I finally don't keep collecting physical cartridges? Will <laughs> I go insane? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, so long as you give me just a giant fucking hard drive, then we're okay, but it, make it solid state. I need to access this quickly. Yeah. That's the other thing. Oh, we'll have God. to see how it goes. I mean, at certain person placing your games, you might not even have games. It might be all be on cloud services. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that pretty much does it for the stuff we have to catch up on this week. Uh, yeah, I man, lot to catch up on, despite yeah. the fact that there's not been well, a there's lot a of lo- games that have come out that have been good. Well, yeah, because like Crackdown shit, uh, Anthem shit. Crackdown uh, isn't shit. It's <laughs> Crackdown <laughs> one is better than Crackdown three. It's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can't it's a, defend it's it. It's a fun game. It's that's a fun all. game. It's not a good game, but it's a fun game. But like the same <laughs> way that Just Cause Two is better than Just Cause Four. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It's a uh, yeah. Lots there, of, there's your hot takes. There's a lot of lot of news and a lot of a lot of stuff. Even though it's pretty much just three games that we're playing. Apex. What a February! What a February, guys! <laughs> I mean, though we're only playing. Battle we never Royale even talked games. about Kingdom Hearts three again. Don't worry, it's lovely. <laughs> I, I've only gotten up to Big Hero six, and then I haven't gotten any for because Apex. Apex. Damn it, Apex! It was really Apex that Apex, did, Apex did it. Is everything? All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please, uh, please take a look at us on iTunes. All of that, and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us once again, and we'll see you next time. Ah, Bowser is taking over this podcast. Oh, 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 oh God! <laughs>